The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Every single bite needed to be savored. There's Twinkies in there. Wow. It's like a great big hug in the cold city. I mean, that food is about as spicy as I can handle, and my parents put chili powder in my baby food, like. (laughs) And I sent french fry bits everywhere, all over the table, and just a lot of chewing. (laughs) Okay, my stomach is growling right now. I just want you to know, I'm hungry. Check, Please! Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. IRG, with thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG Brisbane, Dublin, or online at marblecompany.com. Locally owned and operated for 24 years, Amici's East Coast Pizzeria serves up a taste of the Northeast's distinctive Italian fare at their 12 Bay Area locations. Open daily for a quick business lunch or an evening meal out with family and friends, Amici's offers homemade pastas, fresh salads, and pizzas cooked in traditional brick ovens with many vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options. Menu and locations can be found at amichis.com. Amichis, proud to support KQED. Sirocco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out and see what they think. This week, Sarah Payne is an implementation project manager. That means training and hand-holding, and she's done her groundwork to find a place that hands over traditional flavors in a warm, quirky gem. It's, hands down, the best deal. And scientist Tony Liang is totally disciplined in his study to find a cure, and just as committed to finding the perfect combination of dishes at his place. Knowledge is everything, and he's found the ideal spot. But first, cardiologist David Singh keeps his heart healthy with plenty of exercise. He makes his heart happy with flavors that remind him of his childhood. And he finds authentic, spicy foods at a small, very casual spot on 16th and San Francisco. You can dine in or take it to go at a place called Alhamra Indian and Pakistani Restaurant. I come to the San Francisco in 1985 and I try a lot of Indian and Pakistani restaurants, but I didn't satisfy with the taste or the food quality. So I think my wife, she is cooking better than this food. So why not I gonna start my own? This is a family business. My wife, she is cooking and my son, they helping me in the restaurant. My wife, she actually, she loved to cook, not just as a job, but she loved to cook. So therefore, she cooked with the heart, you know? So she gives her best in, in the food, you know, in the quality, so people, they love the food. I come in the San Francisco because it's a unique and beautiful city up and down, you know, and diverse city. And people are very loving, very respectful. And it's kind of a small world because you can find the people all over the world. They live in San Francisco. 
we have very good customer we have mostly the regular customer they come every week they love the spicy food when the customer come here they take with them the good taste of the food good memories and respect and our love you know Okay, David, now tell us about Alhambra because, and am I pronouncing that right, Alhambra? Yeah, the, I like yeah, the intonation. Yeah. Okay. It, it, seems, it seems authentic. <laughs> You've been going there for a long time, huh? Yeah, like five years. You know, I was a resident living on a shoestring budget. I, my electricity was getting cut off, and I just had a few dollars <laughs> in my pocket. And I wandered in there one day and totally fell in love with it. The food is spicy, which is a big thing for me. I love spicy food. And they make, to, to me, the best chicken tikka masala in the city. It's oh. uh, just succulent and moist and they just prepare it right in front of you in their open kitchen and it comes out in the simmering uh, plate with nice you know undercurrents of red creamy tomato and wow. it's just it's just wonderful you know and that's the sign of a of an Indian restaurant that you kind of judge isn't it the tikka masala yeah, yeah. It's a classic. yeah. what did you guys have well I, I actually had the uh, tandoori chicken because uh, it's a weak spot for my wife and oh, okay. um, Halfway through the chicken leg, we actually had to order another one because oh, really? um, it wasn't clear that I was actually going to get a taste. <laughs> I like your wife. Well, you know, she's, she's, she's very clear about what she wants. We also had the non the non's there, which is fantastic. Yeah, they're amazing. I mean, you know, made right there, the guy's just rolling away and, you know, sticking into the oven. And and then we also had a special, they had a, a chicken meatball of some sort and this just wonderful curry that just works great over the rice. And I'm a sucker for anything sauce and rice. I just... You know, sauce and rice, especially spicy sauce. Uh, yeah. You're in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a happy man. <laughs> and what about you, Sarah? I actually did have a couple of the naans. There was one, I think it was sweet naan, that had um, sort of a coconut inside. Ooh. Maybe there were uh, some raisin bits in there, and that was actually very good. And I did also have the tikka masala. You know, just like you said, that's kind of how you judge a really good Indian restaurant. And the sauce, I could have poured it into a glass and drunk it. I yeah, thought it was I've really done that, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Slathered it on yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I thought it was really good. I did want a little bit more heat in it. And, um, you know, and I definitely, when I got the dishes, you know, I thought, oh, that wasn't as, as large as I thought it was. But I was sort of probably looking at it with my American eyes. But the flavors were all really good, even though I think I want a lot more heat in my dishes. And so talk about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it takes time. You have to develop a trusting relationship with the chefs. But mm -hmm. once they know you and they know you're up to it, they deliver a punch. I mean, that yeah. food is about as spicy as I can handle. And okay. my parents put chili powder in my baby food. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I can handle a and pretty spicy food. And excuse me, we were food. talking, he's a cardiologist who has, what, Tabasco sauce, hot sauce on his biscuits in the morning? Well, so yeah, you can't eat biscuits without Tabasco sauce. <laughs> so and this is family owned. I mean, it's family is, they're owned. The, they're, they're, you know, they really welcome you. When I go in there, he calls me brother. You know, it's just, it's just a nice, you know, casual place where the owners, you know, really make you feel welcome. And talk about value because this, there's oh, yeah. no fancy decor here. Uh, there's no fancy decor. <laughs> um, pretty bare bones, but look, where else can you eat an amazing meal for you know 20 bucks in in the city? I mean, there are not that many places. Yeah. This yeah. place definitely fits the bill. Yeah, it's definitely a place that I'll go when I'm in the mission and I'm sort of craving Indian food. Yeah. 16th and Valencia is a place that I like to go out a lot. So. And they do have to go. I mean, quite a bit of the orders. We saw. Go. We actually saw a lot of people picking up. Uh, yeah. You know, they kind of pop in for an order, go out for smoke, and then uh, pop back in. But yeah, it, it seems like the owners knew a lot of the folks, yeah. and uh, you know, they're very attentive, very warm, and you know, my wife and I were joking because we we had lived um, not far from. We have a friend who lived not far from there, and they're looking for a new Indian takeout. We're like, gosh, you know. If, 
we, if we find this place earlier, we might have to visit our friend right. a lot more because right. the food is just really, and really did you, good. And what else did you have? Because I know you had two orders of the chicken. Yeah, I had two orders of chicken, the, the meatballs, um, and about three or four orders of the naan. Um, ah. we, we like the carbs, uh, yeah. carb fiends. <laughs> uh, we did order a vindaloo. Um, fortunately, they, they have forgotten about it because we were stuffed. We couldn't have had, you know, we would have to take it home. And we actually also had the, uh, the tea. Um, the spiced tea, and that was a really nice way to finish up. Yeah. You know, it's kind of just calms the palate down. It's really yeah. good. Really yeah. good. What about you, sir? I had the mango lassi, which is sort of like a melted orange creamsicle, yeah. you know, and that definitely took away a little, you know, if there was something a little bit too spicy, it yeah. definitely took away a little bit of the heat. So, and I love orange creamsicles, so can't <laughs> so complain there. Is yeah. there other dish, are there other dishes that people shouldn't miss? I, all of their tandoori to me is amazing. And if you ask for it extra spicy and you say, hey, look, really, we mean extra spicy, they'll <laughs> do that. Um, their tandoori shrimp, I've never had a dish like it in oh. any other Indian restaurant. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And their beer biryani is one of my favorite kinds of Indian dishes and their biryani lamb or chicken excellent that's it all right this is your restaurant so give us a quick wrap up great value amazing Indian food in the mission casual dining that won't break your budget check out Alhambra okay Sarah um, a place to check out in in the mission if you're at 16th and Valencia and you want to try some pretty good tikka masala okay and Tony um, you know quick bite cheap easy on the budget and a lot of flavor definitely going back Okay, if you would like to try Alhamra Indian and Pakistani restaurant, it's on 16th between Mission and Valencia in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-621-3935. It's open every day for lunch and dinner. Reservations are accepted and the average price for dinner is around $20. Burmese and Mandarin cuisines meld together in this cozy place with its sunshine yellow exterior. Sarah suggests that the food is light and flavorful and leaves you comfortably satisfied. It's on California in San Francisco and it's called Mandalay. My name is Sherry Dong, I am owner of Mandalay restaurant. Our relatives, they come from Burma. They opened since 1984 for Mandarin restaurant because they want to introduce Burmese food to American people. Tili Sala is our national delicacy. The tili is in any special occasion or ceremony in Burma and traditional style without lettuce. It's something you won't be able to find in any other restaurant. Our chef is come from Burma. His name is called Ling. He's been here for 20 years. Burma is uh, located to India, Thailand, and China. So you will see all influence from those countries and the combination of all. But unique preparation technique is our own style. People keep coming for our restaurant because our food is very tasty and a very unique preparation and a family style service. Manali Restaurant has been 27 years. We are the first uh, Burmese restaurant in San Francisco and not only in Bay Area, the whole United States. 
Okay, Sarah, this is a spot you crave, right? I you, have, you have to go back to Mandalay. I absolutely love this place. I had always been a fan of Burmese food, um, and I found that some of the places in the city would get a little bit crowded, and so I was looking for a place where I could get Burmese food, enjoy it, and not have to worry about the weight, and Mandalay is that place. They've got an amazing array of, of dishes with flavors. Um, the, the rainbow salad is absolutely one of my most favorite dishes. It's got three kinds of noodles, a lot of fresh vegetables, carrots, celery, uh, and it also or sorry, comes cucumber. separately on the plate. Exactly. Um, and when they bring it to you, to your table, they'll explain each of the ingredients, and then uh, one of the wait staff will mix it together um, at your table, making sure that everything is all good and, uh, you know, uh, everything's got the dressing on it. And then as soon as they're ready, uh, you can go at it, and it is amazing. It's got a lot of bright notes, um, uh, and i uh, that's the thing that yeah, sold me, the frankly. Salad, the salad sucker. Yes. <laughs> the mango <laughs> salad and all those salads there. What did you have, Tony, when you went to Mandalay? Well, unfortunately, uh, my, my wife and I tend to gloss over the salad uh, section because <laughs> it, it's just a lot of chewing. And But then, you know, after sitting there and watching those tables next to us, I think the two tables uh, next to us got both got the tea leaf, mm -hmm, the tea the salad. Tea and we're kind of like, oh shoot, should have gone that because it just looks so interesting. Um, but and we the same sort of format where you get the exactly. different ingredients. It's just the whole mm -hmm. presentation, the, the whole right. kind of dinner show. Mm -hmm. um, but we actually went for the Singapore noodles because uh, another weakness of my wife's. And for me, it's always the duck. I, I love oh, duck, okay. and they have a tea smoked duck, and it's probably the best tea smoked duck I've ever had. You oh. know, the, the skin when you into it you could hear that crunch <laughs> and and then that smoke from the tea leaves just just permeates every uh, it's just wow okay my stomach is growling right now <laughs> I just want you to know I'm hungry you should go it's good that duck is wonderful well Sherry and the, the family that owns it the Dung family they've owned it for 28 years and it's mm. really ranks as certainly the first Burmese in in San Francisco if not one of the first in the US so mm. it's got quite a history um, the restaurant itself what did you have yeah, I mean that's what I loved about the place is that you really feel like you're walking into someone's home you know you get the sense that everyone there is a regular and they just you know really make you feel welcome when you walk in and um, I loved it. Um, uh, my, my, the appetizer list is pretty broad, and I, we had uh, this balada, which is kind mm -hmm. of like this roti yeah. that's um, crispy on the outside it's and like really nice, and yeah, and fluffy on the inside. And you dip it in this curry sauce. Whenever I see that on a menu, I always order it. And this was really great. Um, yeah. And there's samosa soup. I mean, you can't go to Burmese restaurant oh. and not have samosa soup. I mean. Combining broth with samosas is, is, I mean, that's a work of genius. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's a good point it, yeah. that you make about kind of walking into someone's home, is I love the decor. They've got a lot of uh, sort of Christmassy decorations yeah. up that just make it sort of bright and fun. They've got a, a neon palm tree there that's just so cheery, you know, and the wait stuff is so nice. Yeah. I mean, everyone is just warm and welcoming, and I, I just really enjoy it. Um, talk about the noodles, because they, they're oh. certainly known for their noodles, yeah. and you had the noodles. Did you have those I as had well? the noodles, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, Number the, the, three. The, the, <laughs> the Singapore noodles, so there's a word in Chinese called Q, mm -hmm. and it's just kind of that elasticity, it's got that chew to it. And a lot of places, they, it's either too oily or they, they cook the noodles too long. You don't get that pleasure in the mouth. Mm -hmm. With this, you do. You know, and the flavors come through with every bite. And as you're kind of macerating it, it just just gets more and more intense. And you know the amount of curry they put in there is just perfect. You know, it just kind of highlights the flavors just right, but it doesn't overpower it. Right. So we, I think we we fought over that a little Did bit. Did you order a second? I want to know, like you <laughs> did in the last one. No, because because I I know that my my wife would only eat 
two pieces <laughs> of the duck and I had the rest of it. You so. had the rest. And what yeah. about your we experience? had the special noodles. They were just called special noodles, and which ended up being a great word for it because they really were special. They brought out the noodles, and in the same vein, kind of all the ingredients were separated mm. in the beginning, and then they this they mixed this medley of vegetables and broth and and spices together, and they were just awesome. It was almost like a linguine kind of creamy texture yeah, with, with coconut. It was it was really great. Yeah, that's we one of my it. more favorite dishes yeah. there as well. And and whenever I take people there and I uh, and and I have them try it, their eyes light up. And it's definitely not something to have if you're not a lemongrass fan. Right. But if you are, like me, go have for to it. Do and it. what about desserts? Because oh. uh, you know, yeah. I, you wouldn't often <laughs> think of eating desserts here, but. Yeah, I had the paluta, paleta. Pal so did I. Yeah, oh, which, isn't that fun? Which was so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I looked at the description and I thought, I've got to try that. And I had actually never tried it before, even, you know, in, in the number of years that I've gone there. And it's got tapioca and ice cream and sauce. And there, you know, are, uh, some jello pieces in there. There's a lot going on. And it's such an interesting flavor. It is. I mean, Asian desserts, uh, you know, a lot of my Caucasian friends just don't understand Asian desserts. But <laughs> for me, it's, it's a really wonderful thing. And, you know, my wife loved it because she loves ice cream soup. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when it comes out, the, ice cream, the vanilla ice cream is kind of melted. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just with the textures of the jellos and whatnot. And she had also gone the uh, it looks fresh. It's like confetti. It is. It's, it looks it's, like it's, confetti. It's, it's <laughs> like somebody just took paint and just kind of, you know. Jackson Pollock. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> but they also had the mango and the sticky rice, which was oh, wonderful. Yeah. Delicious. Well, this is your restaurant. Tell everyone why they need to go to Mandalay. Uh, this is a bright, quirky, warm restaurant with a really excellent traditional food, um, and you absolutely can't beat the price and the ability to park out in the avenues. <laughs> okay, Tony? Uh, it's the flavor, the flavor, the flavor, the smoked tea leaves, and the duck will remain with me for a long time. All right, and Dr. David? Really warm, welcoming environment with great spicy food. Check it out. If you would like to try Mandalay, it's on California at 6th Avenue in the Richmond District of San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-386-3895. It's open for lunch and dinner every day. Reservations are accepted, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is a cool $20. You know that moment when you're handed the wine list at a restaurant and you have to choose? Well, don't panic. Whether it's a one-page wonder or something a little bit more extensive, here are some tips to help you navigate that list with ease. The first is ask for help. The wine director or sommelier, that's pronounced sommelier, sommelier, is there to help you find the perfect bottle of wine, whether that's $30 or $300. And again, instead of going for the familiar, something you recognize, be adventurous. Many wine lists today have other sections that have alternative varieties or countries, and that's often where the best values lie. And instead of going for the glass of wine, try a half bottle. Often you'll find a higher quality wine. This is about two glasses per half bottle, two and a half glasses, and you can have white and red at the same table for the same price as a bottle of wine. Just remember, wine is not to fear or revere, but to drink and enjoy. Cheers. Tony looks forward to any celebration or even just getting together with friends. It's all an excuse to revel in the beautiful views, modern California cuisine, and fresh flavors served up at his spot. He takes time for the drive to his dining destination on Avenue Alhambra in Half Moon Bay, and it's called Cafe Gibraltar. Cafe Gibraltar is really a place for foodies. Our food really appeals to them and also our remote location makes it feel as if we're a hidden treasure. 
My husband, Jose Luis, has an incredible passion for food and for creating it. Cafe Gibraltar is his expression of that passion. He dreams food, he lives it. My name is Jose Luis Ugalde. I am the chef owner of Cafe Gibraltar. I will call my type of cuisine a produce-driven cuisine, um, which means that I use local uh, vegetables uh, from the local farms. So we have a crate of potatoes that they use dug them early in the morning just for a Cafe Gibraltar. Uh, beautiful, beautiful potatoes. We always try to have some vegan entrees, vegan appetizers, and definitely vegetarian most, most of the times. And uh, that's pretty much our, our goal right here at Cafe Gibraltar, to uh, stay local, you know, participate in the community. Jose Luis has an open kitchen, and when he's there, he can look out over the entire restaurant. He knows what's going on at every table. His greatest pleasure is to look out and see the satisfaction on somebody's face when they take a bite and do that moment of tasting those flavors. Okay, Tony, this is a, yeah, I mean, this is Half Moon Bay. It's a drive, and you've been doing it for a decade? I've been doing it for a decade. Um, the place I, you know, Cafe Gibraltar was where I took my wife for her first date, and um, it's actually quite an enjoyable drive over the hill. I mean, the views of the ocean, you know, the, uh, the windy roads, you could pretend that you're in some movie doing a chase scene. Um, after all, that is the reason why we drive cars, to drive on windy roads. <laughs> and besides, it's always interesting driving past you know, all the uh, florists with the uh, steel creatures. But it's, you know, a it wonderful... It is a gorgeous drive. It is, yeah. and it's a wonderful thing to look forward to at dinner at Cafe Gibraltar because it's just such a warm, welcoming place. And the food is just so full of flavor. I mean, um, one of my favorite things here is uh, this dish he calls a monti, which is a Turkish dish. It's, it's a dumpling. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just, he changes the filling uh, constantly. And I remember once we went in, it was uh, stuffed with uh, uh, shrimp and chicken. Mm -hmm. And with this yogurt sauce on the bottom, and you just bite into it, and just the, the flavors and the juices, it just comes out. And, you know, this gets, kind of gets calmed by the yogurt mm -hmm. a little bit, and you just can't wait to get a second so bite. So it's got a, a whole bunch of different influences, doesn't it, Cafe Gibraltar? I mean, the yeah. cuisine is, you'd almost say, Mediterranean, Californian, French, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, Mexican. There's a whole mm -hmm. mishmash of flavors. What did you have? Um, well, we sampled from the appetizer menu, and, you know, the, the, the list isn't extensive, but I think that's a reflection of the, the fact that, that every dish seems to be completely inspired, you know, mm -hmm. like they really put a lot of thought into the ingredients and the combination of flavors. Um, I had the dumplings, which uh, uh, th which on this particular day were stuffed with chicken, and mm. we love them. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend went with me, amazing romantic spot, by the way, major romance points for that one. Did you pop the question? Uh, not <laughs> yet. Oh, wow. But um, I could have, because it's such an amazing place, and it's a... It, but we i got to keep them all to myself because mm -hmm. okay. she's vegetarian but uh, we had some vegetarian options for her as well and their soup is always a uh, vegan yeah. soup yeah. um and it's my mom's vegetarian a practicing buddhist and every time we go home she makes us make them <laughs> it makes us make them yeah. i saw you kind of jumping in well, you, you're not vegan so I, i'm not i <laughs> love meat and actually I, it gets romance points although i went there with a girlfriend of mine yeah. <laughs> we walked in and uh and there was a band playing you know sort of mm -hmm. soft guitar and uh and they've got the the low tables, you know, with the pillows where you can sit down. And I thought, I hope someone takes me here at some point. <laughs> and the food is absolutely amazing. I went for the five course tasting oh, menu because I could choice. not choose.
So if you get the five course tasting menu, both you and the other diner can choose five things. So we got a total of 10 items off of the menu and they were all excellent. What was your favorite? I mean, that, that's the way to go. You're saying yeah. go to the five courses, but oh, what, yeah. what should not be? They were all really distinctive. I have to say the one that stands out the most for me is the Asobuco uh, raviolo. Oh, yes. When you, you just get one, uh, at least in the tasting menu, it comes in this dish with this amazing sauce. The filling is, you know, traditional Asobuco with, you know, the, the wonderful beef. Um, uh, and, and the sauce, they had this, uh, this wonderful focaccia with sort of... Um, uh, an onion balsamic <laughs> vinegar that we were that we were dipping in and trying to be very careful yes. not we to overstuff ourselves. We made that mistake. It was so good. We were stuffed by the time our meal came. <laughs> yeah. So be warned. Just take it easy on the focaccia, otherwise you'll yeah. be stuffed. But it, it was really great. And did you put yeah. Tabasco on that too? Of course. <laughs> Actually, they got mad at me because I asked for Tabasco. They're like, no Tabasco here. <laughs> and I have to say, I loved their hummus, which was different oh, than yes. any hummus that I've ever had. It mm. came in this warm skillet and with a, a sort of a side of olives, and the flavor was. Just just amazing with pine nuts on top of it and this bread that, uh, again, we probably ate too much of it, but yeah. it, it was awesome. Speaking of bread and desserts and it, churros. Yes. Yeah. I had the churro and it was to die for. And, you know, it's perfectly crispy and the dough, you know, is perfectly fried and uh, and the cinnamon sugar, you know, outside was amazing. It came with a chocolate dipping sauce, which I wanted to be a little bit stronger, but I was so happy with the churro. And frankly, I was so stuffed from, you know, the five course tasting menu and trying, you know, trying everything that, you know, it was probably good for it to be a little bit more mild. Take a break. You needed to walk on the beach. <laughs> exactly. Point. All right, Tony, this is your spot. Give us a quick summary. Romantic, great views, great people, great food, five course tasting menu, anything you want off the menu. Right. Can't beat it. Sarah? Yeah. Uh, try the five course tasting menu. It, this is definitely a place to go uh, if you'd like a special evening with incredibly memorable food and to create a couple of memories. All right, David, yeah. bring it home. Well worth the drive down Highway 1 and amazing environment and inspired food. Uh, loved it. Excellent. All right. If you would like to try Cafe Gibraltar, it's on Avenue Alhambra at Palma in Half Moon Bay. The telephone number is 650-560-9039. It's open for dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Reservations are recommended and the average tab per person without drinks is around $50. I want to thank my fabulous guests on this week's show, David Singh, who introduced us to a taste of his heritage at Alhambra Indian and Pakistani Restaurant, and Sarah Payne, who took us to Mandalay, and lastly, Tony Liang with a trip to Cafe Gibraltar. Don't forget that you can go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease to add your comments on today's show. And you'll find more details on all the restaurants featured, read about the wine we're drinking today, and you can watch a segment or download a whole show. Or you can like us on Facebook to stay in touch. So don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. This show is available in high definition, Comcast On Demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by Amici's East Coast Pizzeria's 12 locations specialize in the delivery of authentic thin crust pizzas, pastas, and salads to Bay Area companies of all sizes. Professional staff deliver one order at a time direct from their kitchens to your business. Whether it's for an important meeting, a thank you for employees, or a quick meal option, 
Amici's can provide freshly made food for groups from 2 to 2,000. Menu and locations can be found at amici's.com. Amici's, proud to support KQED. IRG, with thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG Brisbane, Dublin, or online at marblecompany.com. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. A KQED HD production.